Welcome to the Rewrite Your Story with Tasha Joe podcast, where we fearlessly dive into the vast realm of thoughts, ideas, and conversations that know no bounds. Buckle up and prepare for a wild ride as we venture into uncharted territories and explore the unexplored. On this journey, we leave no stone unturned and no topic untouched. From the profound to the absurd, from the mundane to the extraordinary, we delve into the depths of human curiosity and embrace the sheer unpredictability of life. This is the podcast where anything and everything takes center stage. Each episode is a thrilling adventure into the unknown as we bring you fascinating discussions, captivating stories, and mind-bending perspectives. As we embark on a quest for knowledge, enlightenment, and endless entertainment. Expect the unexpected, for here, there are no boundaries and no limitations. Open your mind, expand your horizons, and get ready to be captivated by the infinite possibilities that await. So whether you're a seeker of knowledge, a lover of stories, or simply someone who craves the thrill of the unknown, this podcast is tailor-made just for you. Tune in, fasten your seatbelt, and prepare for a roller coaster ride through the vast expanse of human curiosity. Get ready to be amazed, enlightened, and entertained because on this podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Hello, beautiful friends. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about spirituality and religion. So first, I wanted to start off and tell you my belief, what I think the difference is. And Religion, to me, is a common set of rules and expectations that you must follow, whereas spirituality is about abiding by your own integrity of your core values and letting those core values change as you get more information on your journey. And I've got two guest speakers with me today, Empathic Alex, who has been here before, and Brittany's new. So welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We know that this topic is definitely going to be one that, oh gosh, what's the word I'm even looking for? I mean, controversial, that's for sure. But the main point of this episode is to just encourage listeners to be open-minded and seek their own knowledge. We've got lots in store for you. So we're going to go ahead and start off. Alex, why don't you just go ahead and lead us? So growing up, I grew up in a Catholic household. My mom made us go to church every Sunday. My brothers were altar boys, and that was just how you did it. My father, on the other hand, is Jewish. (laughs) So there was this tug and pull when I was a baby about my baptism and what religion I should be. They eventually chose not to baptize me, not to do any of that, which I am actually really grateful for because it gave me the opportunity to seek what I felt was right for me. And for a really long time, I felt left out when really it was a blessing. Yeah. And what about you, Brett? I grew up in a Christian household, and I grew up going to church and was baptized and confirmed into the Lutheran faith. And I lived in a home where on and off this was practiced at home and then at times was solely a church thing. And then when I was 16, I went to my mom and told her, I'm not so sure that this is for me. I don't really (laughs) understand any of what's going on here. And there's a lot of contradictions that just don't 
makes sense. So I'm going to step away and just explore religions and myself and life and I'll figure it out. And is that how you started your spiritual journey? Yeah. So at the time, I was also going through a lot of depression and I was at a very low point in my life and I was very focused. I I feel like I've always been a truth seeker of sorts and was very focused on what's my purpose? There's got to be more than this. Mm -hmm. I can't just be here to live this mundane life of task and routine and (laughs) you wake up, go to bed, work, and then you die. And I, I just felt like that wasn't enough for me and that there's got to be more to this. And so I, I continued searching. And at the time, I remember I went and bought a book on Buddhism and okay. was going to start learning about the Buddhist religion. And at that point, I started to work and life kind of took over. And I found myself at 19 and 20 starting to notice a lot of signs and synchronicities around me. And one of those things where it the universe was coming to me and, and making it known that, yes, there is a grander. Because you had put it bigger. out there like you were seeking yeah. that. And so. then I had let go of it and I, I didn't attach myself to I, – I thought that I was going to be learning all this information about different religions so I could decide which religion would be best for me. But that's not really what happened at all and I've no longer – Ever since I was 16, I haven't been associated with any one specific religion, but more in tune with spirituality and what does my connection with this higher being, this bigger, grander, I, it's one of those things where I can call it God, I can call it the universe, yes. but it, it's an energy for me and I feel like it makes itself known day in, day out and it's something that I now live my life connected to and I'm constantly working on growing that connection because I feel like that was what I was really lacking before was a connection within that Lutheran church. I was hearing and I was listening, but I didn't feel like there was an exchange of I didn't have a space to put in my input and to ask questions. And I was told this is how you do it and this is what to live by. There's a set of rules. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's kind of my background and where I came from in terms of religion and how I've gotten to live a more spiritual life than a religious life. And Alex and Brett, so in what ways did you guys seek that? Because I know when I started my spiritual journey, I grew up, my parents had us go to church every Sunday, went to church camp, and then I became a teenager and I find out my parents, you know, they're like, we don't even believe in God. I'm like, then why the hell did you send me to church, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But I remember when I started my journey, I didn't have anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just me. And the more knowing who I am, I'm here talking about it to everybody and being open about it. And I realized the more I spoke up and shared it with people, other people were about it too, but they were afraid to talk about it. Right. They had came from very religious backgrounds. Yeah. And it was so confusing to me. Yeah, I just want people to know that you're not alone or if you are somebody who is leaning more towards the spiritual side. We, us at Mystic Movement, there are so many people out there. There are so many like online groups, books. That was it for me, books, like reading and listening to audibles, um, just, yeah, Googling, searching things. So in what ways did you guys seek that information like on your journeys? Well, for me, it was, I was seeing dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you have And all of this crazy stuff just started happening to me. and. I've always said, even when I was little, everything happens for a reason. 
Absolutely. And I think it was more trying to convince myself of that because a lot of bad things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, my memory is blocked a lot of it out, and that's what happens with trauma, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to protect us in some sort of way. So as a medium, it was very not allowed. I was made fun of, mm. honestly. I was made fun of by my family. You're the weirdo. <laughs> I was the weird black sheep of the family. And yeah. I, because of that, I suppressed it all. And when I got out into the world on my own, that's when I felt like I was able to really spread my wings and say, okay, this is actually happening to me. This is not me being crazy or me, you know, people telling me that I have this wrong with me. I'm bipolar. I have psychosis. I have this. I have that. This is actually happening. And I need to figure out what it is. And of course, there's no actually figuring this stuff out. It is just (laughs) finding out what your truth is and really just keep seeking that knowledge. Keep wanting to know more. Because why not? Yeah. And religion, it just puts you in this box of you don't seek. You You're do just not fenced seek. in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because all the answers are God or Jesus or whatever it might be. That's just not – that never sat right with me. Like, why wouldn't you want to know why this is the way that it is? Oh, because Jesus said that it's that. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I don't understand is – you know, and hey, I love constructive criticism. I'm not saying I know everything. These are my beliefs and whatnot. But I don't understand what God, I call it the same. It's the universe. It's God, it's cosmos, it, our creator. It's all one. We all believe in the same thing. Um, what God, who's all about love, would say crystals are bad, tarot cards are bad. You know what I mean? Yes, you can do bad with things, but that is the individual choosing to do that act of service, right? The, right? Tool, the tool is neutral. It's, yeah. It's the energy behind and your intention yes. and how you use it and how you're working with it. Yeah. Well, and if God creates everything. Right. That's my point. Right? Right. Like he creates would... rocks. Yes. He creates crystals. Why would he create something that's so bad for somebody and pretty much damn them for using these things? That's asinine. Yeah. Because, you know, everything is about love and all of us coming together where I also believe a human, a man, wrote the Bible. God did not write the Bible. That's where the divide started. But a lot of people will argue that they were getting messages from God. They were getting messages just like, you know, when I channel, I get messages from God or source or whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm -hmm. We all do all the time. What makes these people so much better? What makes them so right? You know? Yeah. We all have different opinions and that needs to be okay. Yeah. And Britt, what about you for seeking out? So I mentioned I was receiving signs and synchronicities that I started to notice. And at the time, I was working in a cell phone store, and we were a small shop, and I was the manager and had two or three employees. And I remember that I wasn't as much sharing my own side of things, but more so just being open-minded enough to hear other people out. Mm. And I remember two specific individuals that came in, and these probably could have been 20-minute appointments where they were in and out and taken care of. And one of these gentlemen, Kevin, and I sat there for two and a half, three hours having this conversation, and, and he had so much knowledge 
And he even mentioned, you know, you're going to leave here and most of this stuff is going to fly out of your brain, but you'll remember it at some point. And mm-hmm. when it's meant to, you'll start to, to remember these things. And at the time, I had never heard anybody entertain thoughts like these and topics like these and everywhere from hidden military technology because oh he had gosh, a veteran <laughs> and had served in the military to more spiritual concepts. Um, and then another individual, Alex, and he would talk to me about um, the Bigfoot family and how oh my he gosh. would go out and he he was in contact and connection. And you could I could feel in how he was portraying what mm-hmm. he was saying that he truly believed this. It was and he didn't care whether or not I believed yeah. it. Um, he asked me to go out into the woods with him and Bigfoot <laughs> and I declined that offer gracefully. Um, and then there was another gentleman who came in and he's very involved with a church in bremerton and he over and over again it felt like was recruiting me to this church and that was when Mm. i started to open my idea to the possibility of god again and just seeing how this was coming through and coming through but i didn't resonate with how he Mm -hmm. it felt like he was it just it didn't feel feel right right. for me for me and i know that there's other but there was things that he would talk about within their church and synchronicities that they had and how their church came to be that open my mind to the possibilities of this greater, grander God idea, which I so uh, was against in the past because I just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, for me, it was starting to hear people out and to consider that their truth may be truthful and not to discredit it because it went against what I was taught growing up. And so that was kind of the beginning of that and then sharing and talking to people. And at one of my later jobs, I had a great coworker where he and his wife are very, very spiritual and live very intentional lives. And his wife is an astrologer and a medium, and she does all sorts of services in the realm of spirituality. And he is, I feel, a grand seeker and didn't necessarily offer these services. But we, him and I were constantly talking about all of these concepts within the universe and for him, he was more living in it, whereas for me, these were newer ideas and mm. concepts. And so he was really a, a pillar in helping me kind of reflect these ideas and to get another take on it that was incredibly drastically different from what I have, was used to. I had never yeah. met an individual that would entertain thoughts like this, much less have a whole conversation about the realness of it. And they invited me into their their group and we had a small family group where we would practice different rituals and different we essentially what it was was a group where we all shared the intention of wanting to spread love Mm -hmm. and raise the vibration on planet earth and help all individuals that are ready to step into to it to ascend and so we would meet weekly and we would focus our thoughts and our intentions in our you know our beings to this shared mission and that was such a magical time I in bet. my life. It sounds where, magical. Yeah, and we would go to the beach and perform rituals. And this was during uh, – we started meeting prior to COVID and everything, breaking out with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we continued to meet through this. And so for me, at the time, with everything in the world being so dark, having this sanctuary-like space with other people that were like-minded oh, and it was really a, a safe space. And so I, for anyone out there, recommend – talking about these ideas with others and finding whether, you know, we have the internet now and you can meet people all over the Mm -hmm. world. So if you can in person, I feel that's best and and fabulous. But if you don't have those people around you, 
what's stopping you from going and aligning with them online? And so start sharing your ideas. If you're on social media and you have these thoughts, start posting about them. Yeah, definitely. And you don't have to have the answers, but just start asking questions and you'll find your people. Your soul tribe will come. And I I feel I've found mine in this time and I've seen a pattern of how many others are finding theirs too. So it's definitely possible. You just need to put yourself out there and share your thoughts and ideas so that the conversation can be started to allow it to develop. And who knows, you may find a group who all shares the same intention and the same mission and you get to work on that together. And that's one of the most amazing things. I was just going to say that is so beautiful because that's how it all started with me. That's why Mystic is here because I was that person that spoke up and started, you know, I had people giving me the eye rolls. And once I started getting into crystals and tarot cards, but I have always been the type of person that owns my shit. And I, hey, I found something I'm super passionate about. And all the people started coming one after another. And then it led me to start Mystic. And now look at our tribe here. It's huge, the community. And you have to put yourself out there. And again, I've said it in prior episodes, rejection is redirection. If people are, then they're not your people, but your people will come. Yeah. There's people for a season and there's people for a lifetime. And I feel we have people that we're really meant to cross paths with in this lifetime and will make a difference whether or not they're people that are sticking it out to the end or not. And so I'm sure everybody listening can think back to a situation with it's a friend or a family member or somebody that was extremely uncomfortable. But if you've allowed time to pass and reflect on it, you've probably seen how you've grown from that and how that made a difference in your life. And so while it's uncomfortable and painful and not what anybody wants to experience in the moment, it's what's going to allow your growth. And so starting to reflect on those moments where things weren't feeling right at the time, but later on in life, you feel like Mm -hmm. maybe there was just something to that that allowed you to get to where you're at now. You'll start to embrace those things when they come. And when you feel those uncomfortable feelings in the moment, you can allow yourself to remember at some point in my life, this is going to be a good thing. Obstacles are opportunities. One Absolutely. of my favorite yeah. books I read was The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, all about your challenges and your obstacles are blessings and opportunities. Another thing I want to touch on is it's just sad to me. It is so sad to me, the divide. Alex, for example, let's touch on that to where, you know, I have never been happier in my entire life. Yes, do I go through challenges and obstacles, but I have found my tribe. I love what I do. And like Britt had just said, you know, you weren't really living it there. There's a difference with, ooh, I'm getting into spirituality and living it. I live it. I breathe it. It's my everyday. I can't just turn it off, nor do I want to. I am so passionate about it. And I just wish that everybody would be accepting and not judge, like stop the criticism. And there's so many people out there that don't agree with how we live and whatnot. And Alex, why don't you go ahead and touch on your situation? Yeah. So my family, my husband, his mother, not so much my husband, he sides with me. But, um, you know, he was raised in a very Christian way. And his mother, um, love her. <laughs> except for when she goes on her tangents. I'm the devil. I do devil work. Doesn't agree with what you do. Doesn't agree with what I do. Every chance she gets, she belittles me and what I do. And I feel like 
my husband feeds off of that energy. And sadly, because that's his mom, Mm -hmm. right? That's just how it works. And it's like people don't understand that what I am doing is who I am. It's and not you're changing lives and you're a blessing. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Like I am not, this is not a hobby. And that is the biggest misconception. That mm-hmm. is the biggest thing that I am battling right now is people thinking that what I am doing is just a hobby and I need to get a new job and just do this on the side. And it's a phase. This is my life. This is who I am. This is who I've always been. And wanting that support. I've always wanted that support my entire life, and I finally have it now with my soul tribe. Yes. My husband, he is a support, but then he does have his lapse moments because of his mother, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you know, telling him these things. She went off to him in a text message recently, directed it at me like I was reading it, and telling me that I need to read the Bible and everything that I'm doing is so wrong and there's something so evil going on in my house and blaming, you know, my husband's alcohol addiction on me because I bring the devil in the house. Wow. And um, and you're over here changing lives and guiding people through their challenging times. I feel like the people who are throwing that are the people who haven't experienced it yet, so they don't know, right? you know? And it's fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fear of they don't know. What they are taught is what they are taught, and there is no going back I think it's because they don't want to do the work to find their own answers. They don't. (laughs) They don't. She has a lot of inner work that needs to happen, and she's never going to change. She's just one of those you are never going to convince her. And she's trying to convince me of going her way, and I keep telling her I would never push my beliefs on you the way that you do to me. I would never talk to you the way that you talk to me because I have respect for you as a human being. And she told me, I knew that it would hurt your feelings. That's why I didn't send it to you. I sent it to him, but she wrote it out like she was talking to me. And I had this whole conversation with her. I'm like, you need to learn to shut your mouth. You're over here happy, you're living your life, you're changing people's lives, you're doing what you love. That's my biggest thing. It's like, why do people have to get so involved in other people like you? You don't diss on her or shame her for what she does. We help people who want the help. Exactly. We don't push it on people. Yeah, I'm not ever pushing what I do onto people. If they come to me, they come to me because they are seeking help and guidance. And that's what I'm going to give them. I'm not pushing the devil on people. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing devil work. I work with angels for crying out loud. (laughs) I work with spirit guides. I, you know, like that's, there's nothing bad about that. And it's just the fear people have because they're told one thing and it's this and this only, and they don't want to seek that knowledge for themselves. And I have, I, I understand. I understand that. And the fact that I understand that also sucks because then that gives me, makes me feel like I have to be the better person, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing though, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. It's just, um, it's it's a hard thing to deal with. And for anybody out there listening to this, this is something that 
even the professionals and the best of the best or whatever. I'm not saying I'm the best of the best, but you're pretty damn good. (laughs) We deal with these things every day. This is not just about spirituality. It's it's not, not at all. You know, we all have our struggles and we all have our karmic contracts. And this is definitely one of mine. And it's about boundaries and knowing my worth and not allowing things to really get to me anymore. And it's a hard thing to do. It really is to turn the other cheek and um, let them kind of just be how they are uh, when you want to help them. But again, they're not inviting you to help. They're wanting to stir things up. So I feel like with people similar to her and who have lived a life where they've been in one religion or you know have had their beliefs set in their ways for so long that in order for them to accept who you are requires them to shatter their system absolutely and it's so painful or so hard for them to accept that extreme responsibility and accountability for who they are and the decisions they've made and what they've chosen to believe it's easier to get somebody else to prove me right than it is for me to change my beliefs. And so, and they're so used to the older version of you. Right. You're growing and now they're like, whoa. That too. <laughs> right? Yeah. That too. Is you, people will need an adjustment period to see that you are no longer living in the same way. Not that you're a different person, but you're not living your life in the same way anymore. And so what I've realized with that for myself is that it's been much better to just live in it and just live my life and allow other people to witness that and to see it. But the times where I've gotten so excited about these changes and I've gone to tell all these people, I'm going to be doing this to better myself. And you know what, from now on, I'm going to be doing this. Those are often the times that I fall short because I've gotten so excited about telling somebody about my change that I don't let them just witness my change. Yeah. And so allowing yourself the room to just be who you are without needing other people to see that and understand that will allow them the opportunity to see and that can be uncomfortable to change and to know that you've been moving a certain way for so long and sometimes you just got to get to a point where it's so uncomfortable to stay the way that you are get comfortable being uncomfortable one of my favorites (laughs) absolutely absolutely and and speaking on that fear I feel like when I was beginning to get into spirituality and to live into it that was one of the biggest themes that I would hear is is fear and love and how fear is the opposing archetype or feeling to love Mm -hmm. and how if you are holding on to fear or you're living in fear, there's no way that you're living. Not to say that you can't have both because we are duality, you know, that's within us as well as the universe. And so I feel like it's important to be able to recognize I'm fearful in this area, but not in this area. But yeah. if you can work on those fears that you have and and to live into love more than you live in fear. I had learned in, oh gosh, I don't know if it was a course I had done or whatnot, but it really emphasized get excited about the things you're afraid of. Yeah. Make fear your friend. And that couldn't be more true because where there's fear, there's our ego trying to keep us safe and the unknown is terrifying. But Instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm so scared, turn it into excitement. Challenge yourself because the outcome is going to be completely different than you expected. Yeah, Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that. 
fear, everybody has fear at some point. Oh, we all do. We're human. (laughs) I will never forget that with this whole thing with my son, who's in California now, I was always, since the day he was born, I was so afraid I was going to lose him. Mm. And then essentially I did lose him. He chose otherwise, you know? And after that, I'm like, I have literally nothing to fear anymore. I don't let anything hold me back now. If I want something, I will go for it. If I'm feeling a little scared to do it, that's just like those butterflies. That's anxiety. That's something to applaud and go forth because it's just a whole other opportunity, like you said, Tosh. Yeah. I mean, I encourage you all to think about Make a list of all the things that you can take yourself back to or remember times that you were afraid to do something and do two columns, what it was and the outcome. And then that will really inspire you to start going after things a lot more, right? I mean, can you guys yeah. think back to, you know, but also too, Absolutely. you know, you know, Alex, you saying that you had always feared that. We also know that our thoughts create our reality. We manifest. So Mm -hmm. I'm over here like, oh, damn, girl, you manifested that. But that's part of the journey, too. Like we manifest the good and the bad, but it's going through those things that make us more mindful and conscious of our thoughts. Right. Exactly. Literally, if you're focused, if you're so hyper focused on something, guess what's going to happen? Where attention goes, energy flows. Exactly. It could be good. It could be bad. It doesn't really matter. The outcome at the end of the day is always going to be good for you. It's just how you go about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So when it comes to heaven and hell and the devil, to me, I believe that it's just a higher and lower vibration. Anybody can access either or at any time. What is your guys' take on that? Yeah, I I personally feel like heaven and hell are already here on earth. Um, Absolutely. We can look at our lives and we can see the times where things have been extremely hellish and we can see the times where we feel like we're living in total bliss and in heaven. And and so I feel like we get to experience both. My personal take with where I'm at right now in life is that in this human experience, we're here to experience everything, the ups, the downs, the in-between. And so why would you want to go through a life of all good? Or why would you want to go through a life of all bad? Yeah. It speaks to the duality. And and yes, I feel like you Where can. there's light, there's dark. Yes. Right, right. And it, it's 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 all about the experiences, I feel. Absolutely. And that quote that I found says, what if I told you that heaven and hell is merely your higher and lower state of mind that you can travel to here in the physical through whatever vibration you choose to put out? What if I told you they are not places you go to when you die? What if I told you that you never die because you are endless, infinite energy that will live forever? Yeah. Well, and also kind of like with what Britt said about heaven and hell being here, again, you have to think about these things. Look at people that are in active addiction or in homelessness. What do you think they're living? Are they living in heaven or are they living in hell? Are they actively choosing to live in those situations? Um, That's just to name a few. The people that are homeless, not to say that they can't be happy, but they are actively choosing to either be happy and live in their heaven or it's just the outlook, you know? Perspective. 
perspective mm-hmm. is key. It's everything. You can look at the same situation from multifaceted angles and receive something different from that exact same situation. Or you take siblings who grew up in an identical environment, but they took completely different things yes. from it and right. learned completely different outtakes on life. We are who we are. And while we all experience things on the same plane, we all are having our own experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So our main point is spirituality is about expressing yourself with your raw, authentic energy. And that is our main message is to just seek your own answers, you know. Starting to think for yourself. Yes. It's really easy to go along with what we've been taught and what we've been told from our parents and society and school and our friends and peers and, and everything around us is permeable to our energy fields. And so learning what is my thought versus what are the thoughts that are in my brain from the people around me growing yes. up mm-hmm. and, and where are my beliefs? You know, I grew up in this Christian environment where we go to church every week and we're very involved at the church side of things. But where do I lie in? Mm-hmm. And where right. does my belief lie in? And allowing yourself the opportunity to explore your thoughts and, and recognizing that these thoughts you have aren't entirely your own. Yes. And yeah. starting to... I remember this concept really became more ingrained for me as I started to watch videos from Muji on YouTube. M-O-O-J-I. And he is, um, I'll let you guys, you know, look at that as you feel. But for me, it really allowed me to separate the I am from everything else and, Mm. and the busy mind and all of everything that's going on. I've come to realize in the last four or five years how many thoughts I have and how many feelings I have that aren't entirely. And whose voice is that? Also, you know, Louise Hay would say, whose voice is that? Right. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten to a point now where I can determine, oh, that's my mom. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's the teacher I had in in deciphering. No, I don't really want to continue playing out this pattern because this isn't me. This isn't where I stand or I believe. I'm going to play out my own pattern. And that's when you start to step into who you are and, and all that you are. And I feel Ooh, like. just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> until you are willing to start to explore that, you may not ever know the potential or who you really are. I mm-hmm. feel like there's so much to it. Yeah, yeah. So much. And I, I want to reiterate that religion can be a good thing. Absolutely. And if it is right for you, then 100% it is right for you. But I want you to make sure that it is you and not your environment that is influencing this. If it is something that you feel that you need to follow, by all means, follow that. That is your knowledge. That is what you need. That is okay. We're not sitting here saying these things are bad. No, not at all. This is just expand your mind, expand your knowledge. And also, you know, my, for instance, my mother-in-law, she doesn't understand that the same rituals that I do, like sage or Palo Santo or lighting a candle for somebody like we did, where does that stem from? What do you do in the Catholic Church? You're lighting incense. You're, you're lighting candles. You're doing sage to cleanse the church as they walk through the pews. These are all the same practices. It's just not in some box or a construct. Yeah. We're all doing the same shit. Yeah. That's what I noticed with 
religion was really how many similarities at the core that there are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of religions, I feel, merge and talk about the yeah. same concepts in a different way of painting the picture. Exactly. Yeah, and also at the same time, seek those answers, but listen to how you feel. You know, really get in tune with when it's a yes, when it's a no, what feels good. What do, Don't Where? ignore that. Yeah. Where in your body does it feel mm-hmm. good and bad? I've really been practicing that. And, you know, or you walk into a room and you instantly feel like, oh, my gosh, not good. You know you feel something. Yes. Yeah. Identify what is it. Yeah, and it takes feeling. practice. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm still working muscle. on it. But, oh, man, it is such a blessing. Well, any last words, either of you, or – Continue searching and don't get too hung up on the answers. I think that it's really easy to get stuck in that box. And if you allow yourself the right to remove the wall, to find out what's there. Yeah, this is your life and you get to choose. You always have a choice on how you want to live it. So, And don't let... Um, don't let other people influence you yeah. so much. Don't let what other people say hurt you so much because understand that most of it is a projection and their own belief system. And stand up. If you're in a group of people and people are talking and you don't agree, don't be that person that's sitting there nodding like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm the person like, hey, that's not right or not yeah. okay. Right. You know, the world mm-hmm. needs more of those people. And yeah. it all comes down to people being afraid to speak their truth and use their voice. And and your tribe will, will respect Yes. That. I have some of the closest connections in my life right now where we can say, ah, you don't know. Maybe, yes. Maybe you should hear yourself when you say that because I don't know that you truly live that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's nice to have those relationships where you can be honest and you can speak out and you can have your opposing opinions and you're not looking down upon that's right. how it should be no judgment right yeah nothing but love and respect <laughs> yeah <laughs> well thank you both for coming on and hopefully we'll have you in future episodes yeah yeah of thank, course. <laughs> thank you for having this podcast and hosting this space to get to share these topics and bring on so many amazing people that thanks bro. i appreciate that yeah. i'm loving it it's fun <laughs> we will see you guys soon Welcome to the Rewrite Your Story with Tasha Joe podcast, where we fearlessly dive into the vast realm of thoughts, ideas, and conversations that know no bounds. Buckle up and prepare for a wild ride as we venture into uncharted territories and explore the unexplored. On this journey, we leave no stone unturned and no topic untouched. From the profound to the absurd, from the mundane to the extraordinary, we delve into the depths of human curiosity and embrace the sheer unpredictability of life. This is the podcast where anything and everything takes center stage. Each episode is a thrilling adventure into the unknown as we bring you fascinating discussions, captivating stories, and mind-bending perspectives. As we embark on a quest for knowledge, enlightenment, and endless entertainment. Expect the unexpected, for here, there are no boundaries and no limitations. Open your mind, expand your horizons, and get ready to be captivated by the infinite possibilities that await. So whether you're a seeker of knowledge, a lover of stories, or simply someone who craves the thrill of the unknown, this podcast is tailor-made just for you. Tune in, fasten your seatbelt, and prepare for a roller coaster ride through the vast expanse of human curiosity. 
Get ready to be amazed, enlightened, and entertained because on this podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules.